Welcome back to another lockdown episode of Brindisi Business. Benny, how are we going? Wi-Fi sorted itself out? Yeah, all good this week, you know me. Carter Grange came out and just sorted out your Ethernet for yeah. you? Or? They look after us down here, so big shout out to them. But, uh, we've lost Pulp today, so I'll step up the game and carry two loads as usual. Yeah, let's do it. So obviously, welcome Al, Joey, thanks for joining us. G'day, boys. Thanks for having us. Uh, good to be good to be here. Look, obviously, uh, the way that we planned this to go out, it was probably a little bit different. We expected this to be a lot more about uh, finals coming up uh, for you guys, but obviously the announcement today, we're in a bit of trouble. So realistically, Al, let's give us a, give us a bit of a rundown. Talk us through how uh, you guys went and let's, uh, let's get going into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, thanks again, Josh and Ben, for having myself and Joey. Um, Look, we've had a fantastic year. Uh, out of the 10 games played, uh, we only really lost the one game. We had a little hiccup against uh, Renegades. It wasn't necessarily a loss, but uh, we had some points just may have been taken off us. But in terms of our success, uh, one loss, which was against Mazenod, who we were preparing for a prelim against. Um, so I was pretty confident, uh, hopefully, we were going to do quite well against Mazenod. Aquinas, who uh, obviously were the top team for the season, we actually were the only team to have beaten them and we beat them away, which was a fantastic effort on our, our behalf. And in terms of uh, the season proper, um, those 10 rounds, you know, there, were, there were a couple of turning points in terms of games, in particular that game, to have beaten Aquinas, who at that stage were undefeated, uh, was a fantastic effort on our behalf. So uh, we were looking really, really healthy, I thought, for um, for their finals uh, campaign. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's come to a bit of a bit of a halt, and I'm not sure if we'll uh, actually get it up and running again. I know, I know, and it's a bit unfortunate because uh, you, you guys, are, you guys, are, I'm assuming you guys would have gone in favour against Masnod, um in that game, which isn't a like, which isn't all it's to be, but. You would have been backing yourself, and that's probably where the girls are probably at their most flat at the moment now. Is they would have been really happy and looking forward to potential finals right about now. Yeah, and I think you're right, Josh. I think um, in terms of our capacity to beat uh, Matt and I, I think we were in a really good position. It was probably our worst game uh, because we only played them once during the season at home at Southern Row, and it probably was one of our. Um, poorer performances for one of a better turn. So, um, yeah, I was really, really confident uh, as a coach and I was really confident in terms of the playing group that we were going to um, do quite well against uh, Mazenod and, and I was really very hopeful we'd get into a grand final. And as you know, like, you know, whatever happens in grand finals happen, but uh, to be able to get the team and not only the team, but also to, you know, to, to get the women's program uh, buoyed up by the fact we can get into a grand final it would have been fantastic for the club as a whole. Absolutely. Um, and we sort of spoke to, we've had Sykesy, um, Tia uh, and Wardy and Hoops early on through the season. So they've been really mm. good uh, about that. And they actually, it's funny how they say the same thing. And yeah, they were really confident. I was talking to Sykesy not long ago and yeah. Is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, yeah. But um, no, no, and, and in terms of, you know, just wrapping, you know, up our, our season up, because obviously you want to have a quick chat to Joey, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm really, really, really yeah, <laughs> you're still there, Joey? I'm yeah, taking man. up all the limelight. I'll shut up. Um, but I was really, I'm, I've, I've been so proud of the, the effort by the players uh, this season and um, not just uh, the senior women, but also the um the reserve women and collectively uh, all the teams. I think uh, everyone's done a wonderful job in what's been uh, another difficult year, another difficult year. 
just before, like, this is probably where we get a nice little segue into Joey. Realistically, so you guys have done really well. So correct me if I'm wrong, in 2019, you might have had about four, just over 40 players, not enough always for that second side, and you were really, really short in that second side and getting people to double up in games. Yeah, well, look, you know, and, and we've, if we take it one step back in 20, 2018, you know, we, we were actually, uh, that was the first year I coached the senior women. We actually had some success. We got into a prelim. Um, and then uh, in 2019, we pushed to get the second team up. Um, and that was exactly right, Josh. Uh, we, we didn't have the numbers uh, necessarily required to, to have two teams. But I think the club and collectively the club and, and individually as a group, we thought, well, now is the time to go and try and get that second team up and running. It was difficult at times. And, of course, then we had the issue of going up into B grade from C grade. Um, and that made it really, really difficult. But, look, I, I think one of the things I've always talked to our playing group about, and I think Joey would um, uh, reinforce this, is we've talked often about uh, resilience amongst the playing group. And that year in 2019, um, I, I actually look at that going, well, that probably bonded our group to mean that we were able to have the success that I was hoping for in 2020, which we none of us got, but we certainly got it this year. Uh, and we, I reckon we got it in spades, to be quite honest. Mm. Benny, take it away. Yeah, definitely. Just like from a few you know, words, I've got a few mates, girlfriends playing down at the club now, and they just talk about how much the culture really drives and brings down more people. So I think that's obviously a testament to both you guys and obviously all the girls as well. Did you guys notice anything from that's just grown in the last couple of years and really drum in some more interest? Yeah, they definitely drive the not only the program but the whole the whole aspect of the the two sides or the or the program itself. They are like Al said, resilient and almost selfless. If I can go back to that 2019 season, that was my first year there. We we got the reserves up and running, and I reckon there were six games we had where we had senior girls double up. Yep. In that season, so six out of the 14 games we played. Um, at one stage, I reckon I had the whole senior leadership playing one of those games too. It was really amazing. Um, and then, like Al said, you know, it was unfortunate 2020, but things grew that year. Even though we didn't play a game of footy, our numbers grew, the standard grew, the fitness grew. It was quite remarkable, I've got to say. And then that really showed this year. Again, we grew again. Our numbers swelled to, like you said, Josh, we had 40-odd that first season, 2019, and we have almost 60, I think it is, Al, 59 or 60 now. Yeah, close close to 60, Joey, yeah. So it's brilliant. So we played a lot of girls. This year was extraordinary in the reserves side of things because we had 16 first gamers this year, so basically a brand-new side. And as the season progressed, they gelled so nicely we stayed in the top four all year, which was considering our first season, we only won one game. Yep. Um, yeah, it was brilliant, to be honest. So now we deserve a final spot. Yeah, exactly right. Now, just doing some quick numbers. So just on the sporting pulse, so you got 35 players that went through the seniors and you had 40 different players play through the reserves. Now, that's, a, that's an outstanding achievement to have 35 girls play senior footy, but then also have... 40 different girls rotate through that development side. And especially when you've got some quality girls playing like that, Eliza Cooper is a leading goal kicker in the senior side and you can you can bring them through rather than having to rush them back up yeah. from 
Yeah, that was exactly the, the hope, you know, and the plan when we, we, particularly last year, even though we didn't play again, we had some rapid improvement last year considering. It was most amazing, I reckon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and again, we bore fruit this year. Yeah. Yeah, go for it, Al, if you got some... Well, I, I just... Just on the, the culture stuff, I think, you know, certainly um, from the time that I arrived and, and obviously I'd spent a lot of time in the juniors for five years, but coming to, to coach in 2018, um, it was pretty clear to me that, you know, we had to have some rules of engagement and, and the benefit of doing that early means that, that those rules of engagement are now followed through to the point where, um, in particular, Joey, myself, Belinda, um, Darren and also Lockie, um, we, we don't have to manage the culture anymore because it's managed by the players. And I think that was probably the big thing that came out for me. And it was one, one of the things that I was, um, I suppose, I was, I was really uh, strong on in 2018 and obviously in 2019 less so because, you know, the groundwork had been done in terms of uh, managing player expectations, uh, player, uh, 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 I suppose, behaviours, and more importantly, coaches' behaviours, coaches' expectations as well. And, um, and that's why I think now you know, we're in such a good position now um, as a collective in terms of the women's program for it to now probably progress to the next level, which I'm hopeful, um, and this is me just saying it, that I'm hopeful we can pursue uh, B grade uh, in 2022. That's, that would be my hope. I think that would be a, a fantastic achievement for the club. Mm. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Like, I know mm. that um, it's it's awesome to see, uh, like, especially now, like, when we organise functions, like, um, obviously, we wanted to have that function on the 31st of August, or was it August or 31st of July, sorry, mm. yeah. yeah. game, and then and all the girls were shattered because they had a final the next day, and we said, well, let's just hold on a second. We'll make sure that they can get there next time, and now they, yeah. they're really invested, and it's become their club, which is all, that's yeah. probably the best part. They live and breathe it as much as... Well, and that's, that's a really good point, Josh, you make, is that um, the other important aspect of our uh, Simbi's Mentone is that, you know, and, and I hear about other clubs and how they've integrated the female program into the men's program um, and, and things like even not being able to utilise the main ovals. You know, like we're in such a good position. Yeah, of course, you know, we'd love to be playing every home game at Brindisi Street, but, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, obviously negotiable around, you know, being able to do that. But you talk to other clubs and they, they don't even see their main oval. They're on some secondary oval for the whole season. And I think that's a credit to the club and a credit to the board and the uh, the committee that have supported the program for women. And not only, um, you know, the obviously uh, the board and the, the committee, but also, uh, you know, the, the broader playing group of men and the, and the coaches for the men's teams. I think it's, um, we're in such a good position in terms of the way we've, uh, the club's integrated um, so well. Yeah, cool. So, look, we've, uh, as much as I want, I'd love to keep talking about how we're getting things right. Let's delve mm. into a bit of the season. Now, the seniors, you started off fantastically, round one against Richmond Central, winning by 62 points. Uh, talk us through the first month was pretty successful up until uh, up until you played Masnod in round five. Yeah, so we were looking really, really healthy. And I think... Uh, we were pretty much neck and neck with Aquinas in terms of uh, being undefeated. Uh, we had our hiccup against um, Mazenod, and as I said, it, it, that was a really uh, interesting game that um, 
Mazinov did a fantastic effort of flooding into our forward line. And um, we actually had uh, in that last quarter, and in particular in the last half of that last quarter, we had uh, the majority of the ball and we just couldn't convert. And good luck to them. Well done. But uh, they, they certainly played a very congested game and something we talked a lot about, uh, not just after that game, but during the season and how we were going to um, make sure that we didn't fall into that trap, not just against Mazenov, but against other teams. Because the, the lower half of the competition definitely had a, uh, a mechanism by which they were going to try and negate some of the better teams. Mm-hmm. And that was to obviously congest the, uh, the play. Um, and it was a good learning experience for our players to understand that um, how do you, you know, try and avoid getting flooded into into your forward line by obviously getting out, getting out and uh, opening up space. So, but yeah, a bit of a hiccup, but um, it, 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 you know, certainly didn't dent the enthusiasm of the players. And uh, as, as we could see from the rest of the season, we continue to have success. Yep, nice. Now, Joey, we'll, we'll flick, back to, flick back to you guys. Uh, obviously... Very, uh, very similar start, but obviously uh, that game against Maznod was uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a reality, not so much a reality check, but a coming back to, coming back to earth. It was a little, Josh. Um, look, that was um, an experimental game for us, if you like. I tinkered with the side a fair bit, so you know, and I've, we've spoken about that, which is another thing which is good about our group that. We get feedback and give feedback and everything's pretty transparent yep. as best as we can make it. So, yeah, I did muck around with the side a fair bit and we were coming off, I think we had win, loss, win and then a loss or two wins and a loss. So we were going okay. And then, yeah, we mucked around a little bit and got a touch up, and uh, which we we thought we would and we yep. spoke, spoke to them about it, because you know. Uh, and then we settled down again. And started to play some pretty decent footy. We, you, we you, got, have, you got a bit of feedback, didn't you, Joey, from the players about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought feedback. you might have. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, which is good because we did settle it all down, and and our results turned and showed, and we played some really decent footy this year. Again, it was difficult for our side because a lot of the girls can't get the training, so we don't spend a hell of a lot of time together as a group, which is. You know, and they know it from me. It is disappointing, but to to do what they do, and yeah, it's pretty special, I reckon. So, God help them if we can get them all on the track, it'd be unreal. Yeah, yeah. You look at the ladder and you see, you know, yes, us, Mazenod, Aquinas, and Ivanhoe really at the top four, and then Richmond Central, Brunswick, North Brunswick, and UHSV really kind of struggling down the bottom there. Do you guys notice much of a gap in the difference there? Maybe having some more, you know better training sessions and then just more in time in on the field, do you think, or is it more just anything that stands with out? Well, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Sorry, you go, Joe. You go. Yeah, I was just thinking with us, it was our numbers at training. As far as, like, the senior team really get together well, we probably get half the reserve side there, which is probably not enough. Um, but it still seemed to work for us as far as understanding what we were trying to do I give them a fair bit of freedom to express themselves, if you like, and they do take that on, and it makes it helps. It helps them. It frees them up. Um, yeah, they actually organise themselves quite well. For a group that don't train together, they've done amazingly this this year. They've been so good. to show what can happen yeah. if you get a few more on the track, and who knows. Mm. Oh, and, and again, 
Benny, we played, there was a couple of games in particular. I think I remember the, the ladies' luncheon day where we played at home and it was probably our, well, no, we played some pretty good games of footy, but that was just a, an excellent team game and we actually rocked that one in. I think we won by eight or nine or something. It was a yeah. great day for us. Yeah. And, again, improvements in those aspects, you know, goal scoring is an issue, but shots a goal, like we more than doubled our, our output this year, which is, again, a credit. So they loved what they were doing, and the more they did it, the the more they loved it. Yeah. I just just on you know the the division, I suppose between the uh, the quality of the teams, it, it was really interesting. The last time we played uh, Richmond Central, we played them um, away, and what what I found really interesting, in particular with Richmond Central, is. Um, I actually got to know the assistant coach a little bit during the season and uh, had a long chat. We had a beer after the game. And I, I tell you, another credit to St Beads is that Richmond Central looked at us and the way we went about our footy and the way we conducted ourselves yeah. on and off the field. They actually said to us, look, we're actually looking at you guys and, and trying to blueprint a bit of the stuff that you guys are doing. So, again, you know, Josh and Ben, I reckon that's a real credit to uh, to our playing group and to the club as a whole. I mean, you don't get better better kudos than the opposition saying that. Look, you know what you you guys are doing. We we'd love to replicate. <coughs> yeah. Pump up your own tires a little bit as well, though. You guys can claim some of the credit for that for sure. Oh yeah, I'm not so <laughs> sure. Ben, look, I, I tell you, one of the good things is, um, I, you know, we introduced early was um, a bottle of plonk. Um, for the captain's choice. So, you know, our captain this year was obviously Matty Tilly, who did a fantastic job as captain for the seniors this year. And and Joey replicated it. So at the end of the game, win, lose or draw, we went into the uh, into the opposition rooms, gave a bit of a, you know, two-second chat, well done, congratulations. And then Matty had produced a, a bottle of booze for the seniors and Zoe would do the same for the reserves. Mm. Um, and it, it was just fantastic watching the... The, the player who won it, but also it was really interesting watching uh, the opposition coaches and the opposition players Team and how, much, how, yeah. how, they, how they thought of what a, a great concept it was. But it, it also just pr- provided to me that, that, you know, some beads, we've got a healthy, really healthy culture. And as I said, win, lose or draw, we're always in there. Yeah, it's not bad at all when you look at it like that. Now, mm. Joey, I want to touch a little bit about your form post that little lockdown buy in the middle of the year is unbelievable. Seven goals, five, six goals, nine, ten goals, twelve. What clicked in your forward line that all of a sudden went you guys going from kicking one one goal and not scoring to going berserk? Um, I reckon it was a it was a combination of the whole side. To be honest, Josh, it was we started to get dominant in the middle of the ground. Our defence was always really solid, but they become an attacking option. It was unbelievable, to be honest. And it was all about getting our forwards options, and they did create a lot of options, and then they started snapping them up, which was – we always had a spread of goal kickers, which was nice. We did have one dominant goal kicker this year. Uh, I will mention her, Lauren Geschke, after about a year and a half – or you'd almost say nearly two years out of the game – Came and played with the reserves all season, and she she's a senior footballer in my view. Um, she ended up, I think it was equal third in the comp goal kicking, so she did really well this year. Fantastic. That's and yeah, it was, um, mate, again, we were competitive against the top sides. We had, uh, I reckon we had their measure in a, in a few games. But yeah, it was just a special year, really. 
Now, uh, now after looking again, compare it. I compared the results. Al must have been something you guys did. Must have been something after that break, and you guys have just clicked as well. So, we, let's. But I, before we go to that, I want to rewind to the last game before the lockdown. You're, you're out of the HSVU. We've heard about this story. You're out of Friends Oval in God knows where. Yeah, well, it's funny how news travels, isn't it, Josh? So, uh, <laughs> oh, look, suffice to say, a little bit of frustration at the fact that, um, uh, yeah, we, we should have been um, certainly up against uh, university and up by a considerable margin, and it was clear at half time we weren't. Um, and I think, like every game, uh, it's important to uh, try and win as many as you can. And, uh, yeah, I got a little bit frustrated with uh, what I thought was a lot of uh, watching of the ball but not attacking the ball. So uh, so instead of going into the rooms, I elected to keep the playing group um, out on the field. And um, suffice to say, um, we, we had a stern and solid conversation about um, performance and about the collective performance. And after having that solid conversation, I was rather parched, so... Off I went to the canteen and got myself a cup of tea. By the way, as I walked past uh, a couple of the opposition supporters, they looked at me and said, well said. The best part about this whole story is the, the, the girl's recollection of you being mad enough to say, I'm off to get a coffee or a cup of tea. I'm <laughs> off to get a cuppa. I'm off to get a cuppa. Yeah, well, well, and the other thing, Josh, is that um, in my typical fashion, I just said to them, look, you know, I've got nothing more to say, so I'll leave it with you guys and maybe you can sort the problem out. So, And um, and, we, and proof was in the pudding because we won the game. I did. And yeah. uh, well, well done to the leadership group and the players because they obviously sorted the problem out because we won it. Yeah, but as I said to you before, Josh, um, I generally only have one, maybe two of those each year. (laughs) But it was timely and it worked. Yeah, nah, it was very good. But the fact that we the fact we heard about it, yes, yes, just the the last bit just made it for me. Just that last bit was the best. Yeah, I, look, I have been known to show the players the uh, the white magnet board in previous times and have yeah. suggested maybe they can sort the team out if they like. And, yeah, I've given them some space. But, uh, yeah, I didn't use that, that one that time around. <laughs> yeah, no, brilliant. Uh, and can I just say, Josh, that the next time we played university, um, I probably saw our best quarter of football that I've ever coached. So I don't know if it was still in their minds about what happened uh, previously on the away game. But, uh, maybe it did. but just a little bit of feedback about that. The, the last quarter didn't finish too well. So you might have, the, the girls might have might have uh, <laughs> might have spent their tickets. When it was yeah, there. they might have. They, I think yeah, they ran out of petrol. Right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe emotional petrol. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Any. Just going into, obviously, like Josh said, that lockdown's been extended, finals don't look like it, but um, it definitely started to look like the girls are going to perform in there. How were you thinking we're going to go into it? Well, look, I'll, I'll talk on behalf of the seniors. Look, you know, there's no question that um, Aquinas um, are a good team and we played them on that weekend, uh, I think, I don't know how many, we got a 1,000 mils of rain and uh, yeah. the particular ground they play on is... Um, yeah, I, I don't want to be disrespectful about the uh, their facilities, but they're less than ideal for playing finals. And um, 
yeah, good luck to them. Uh, Aquinas came out in that uh, in that first final, and they had a commitment for the ball that um, probably you know maybe at times we didn't. Um, but you know they're a good team, um, mind you. At three quarter time, we were down by three goals, and um, and you know like I, I don't usually. At my you know three quarter time speeches, half time speeches, etc. Um, give lip service. I was actually quite confident that we could actually do quite well in that last quarter. Um, and despite being down three goals and only kicked, I think two goals in total, um, I was still of the opinion that we could actually show a bit. Um, and the players did did respond. Um, I know it wasn't a you know on the scoreline it wasn't ideal. But certainly I thought um, we had some real winners around the ground. But collectively, look, Aquinas were just the better team on the on the day. Um, I was very optimistic that if we could get over Mazenod, that if we were to meet Aquinas on a better surface and on a larger ground, that I actually thought that we could do quite nicely against them. So um, that, that, to me, probably that one final was just probably the one hiccup we had during the season. But, um, yeah, still, I mean, it's one game out of out of 11. So, uh, as I said, I think we've had a really, really successful season and one of the most successful seasons the, uh, the women's program's had so far. And in particular, and I'll let Joey talk about the reserves, but what a fantastic effort to get both uh, both teams into the uh, finals. It was a great credit to, uh, to the club. Mm. Yeah, Joey, take that away because obviously... Snuck in, not, not so much snuck into fourth, but finished fourth and obviously lost that first final. Give us a bit about that um, and what your thoughts were going into that game. Yeah, again, we were pretty confident about the game itself. Um, we spoke during the week actually prior to the game about how well we had done. We actually finished three games clear in fourth spot, so we were comfortably in the four. Um, again, like I said, mate, we were competitive against the top sides. I reckon... We were pretty confident going into the finals. Uh, the final itself on the day, we played Mazenod, um, who we only ended up playing once this year, and that was at the Barkle. So they were, I reckon, pretty confident they'd be able to roll us. Is that a, um, is that a coaching term, debacle, Joey? It is, isn't it? <laughs> well, it is now. It is tonight. Well, it was a debacle, wasn't it, really? Uh, anyway... I wear that one. Um, yeah, so we, we, we were really confident, actually. Again, we were coming into some pretty good form. We were playing well. We had that week off, I think it was, didn't we? We had a week off before yeah. the final. Yeah. yeah. But, again, still really confident. And then on the day, it was a brilliant day, but really windy. I reckon it was blowing straight down the ground, easy four or five goal win. Mm. It was pretty stiff. Um. And we're a bit cheeky in the coaching panel. We like to challenge our girls. So all year, the reserves, if we won or lost a toss, we started against the wind. Um, that was our challenge to them. because and, and we always tended to start well, so I was comfortable with that. Again, we were against the wind in the first quarter and we kept them to a couple of points, I believe. Um, we should have scored, which was not disappointing, a little frustrating. But we were playing good footy. Um, they had a, probably a five or seven minute period where they kicked a couple of goals and there was a bit of a gap there, but that was the only two goals they kicked for the day. Um, and then we came home like trains in the last quarter and it was like we, we kicked our only goal for the day because, like Al said, most of the top four sides, if they weren't getting the game on their, their terms, they'd flood back 
and they really put a lot of players behind the footy. Um, we haven't quite learned how to handle that as a, as a playing group in the reserves, but, like, the attack was non-stop. It was really relentless. And the best bit for me, and, again, we lost by six points, unfortunately. I think we kicked one goal four in the last quarter. We probably dropped three gettable marks close to goal. You know, we were getting deep entries inside 50. It was all really working for us. Um, but, again, the best bit of the day, we scored late to be a goal down. Uh, um, and I think there was some like 15 seconds or 11 seconds on the clock. And out of the, the contest in the middle, we had it. We had an opportunity to take a mark in that 11 seconds deep inside our 450. So it was a brilliant way to finish the season. Unfortunately, you should have won it. We should have won it. Saying, really, should have won it. We did. Let's cut to the chase. You should have won it. It was an unbelievable day, actually. And again, <laughs> I couldn't be more proud of the. And again, I come back to that last fifteen seconds. It was that was the epitome of our our year. It, it really just it, it it described what we did all year. I reckon just the resilience and the never give up attitude, and to get deep inside fifty in less than fifteen seconds for for any reserve, reserve side, it's pretty good. I reckon so. Absolutely. It was disappointing we lost, but it was pleasing how we played. We're a pretty good side. Yeah. Nice work. Definitely. Going into a bit of a bit of a fan favourite segment, as we've been told, of the uh, player reviews. If you don't mind giving us a player who's really surprised this year, one who you think has got a lot to show, who's had a good year, and then your smoky or your BNF favourite. I'll go Ooh, first. Well, well I'll... I'll, I'll start first yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um so uh, what i've found because obviously seeing some of these players a couple of these well i think three players i've had uh, play in juniors and come all the way up but um what i've been really surprised about is the um the improvement in the collective so the girls that have started since you know 2018 when i was there as my first year and are still playing now collectively the improvement and so it's amazing what just getting a few more games under your belt is but in terms of uh improvers i i think to me um uh, keely reinhardt is definitely one that's uh dramatically improved she's a kid that's just uh been so solid in the uh, back line she's done a wonderful job um michaela sykes has been awesome this year she's done a, a fantastic job um, in particular what we look out for her one of the originals yeah and she is one of the originals and she's done a great job that defensive work that she uh, does on the wings been fantastic um and just you know one of my all-time favorites is olivia steinford you know uh, such a, you know, in terms of stature, so small, but in her ability to, you know, play the game of footy, she's uh, she towers over so many other players. She's uh, she's been remarkable in terms of, um, you know, BNF. I think it's it's between probably three for me. Um, I think our captains had a fantastic season in the ruck, Matty Tilly, um, and has shown great leadership on in the field. Um, Meg Gesky is probably our most consistent performer um, and so well prepared for footy. She is a remarkable football player. Mm. Um, and I think Nina, Nina Coghill, who's only again and, uh, you know, one of the many kids, you know, she's only in her very early 20s, if that, 
um, and has come from playing soccer and is playing such really good football. So there's probably a wrap-up of probably a half a dozen players, I think. And I could talk about each and every one of them, obviously, but we haven't got enough time to do that. Mm. No, that's impressive because the last time we asked this question, I think Matty Mitchell and Joel McKee actually left a couple of guys the guys off that uh, were in the best of most. So made him snore. It, it, it was a bit more of a what well, didn't hit the mark as well as what yours just hit there. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thanks. No pressure. Yeah, no mate, pressure, Joey. Get it right. I could all, I could say all of them are my favourites to be honest. But look, we've had this year again is different to or anything I've been a part of because of the number of first gamers we played this year. And out of the, all of them, probably eleven have never played footy before. So that's an, an amazing effort too. And, again, they turned into integral parts of the team. So it was quite extraordinary to see stuff like that. Like our improvers this year, oh, it's hard to, it's hard to say. Well, I've got to say about our leadership, to be honest. Mel Oldham, we asked her to be vice-captain this year. We shared the vice-captain's role this year with her and um, Bella McConville. And... The way they took those roles on and just their their football nous improved as much as their ability did. So they were great improvers this year. Uh, my all-time favourite has to be our captain, Zoe Ricardo. She's just a, a jet in my view and just an inspirational leader. She is. She drives everything the reserves does. They're a different unit when she plays with them. It's amazing to see. Um, again, a couple of, you know, Lauren Geschke, who was really consistent this year. We had Liv Gleeson, who came to us this year. He was extremely consistent, hardly played a, a – well, she never played a poor game. Um, yeah, I could go on and on. Larissa Lewis, never played before. She was pretty much a mainstay in attack, kicked a few goals for us this year, really did well. Yeah, I could go on and on like Al, mate. You better stop me now. <laughs> no, that's all good. Uh, now, this is now this is believe it or not, this is a favourite segment out of all of it. Benny, what's our multi for the week? And we're, we're happy to take some happy to take some tips from yourself, Joey and Al. If you got any good horses running on the weekend, or oh, yeah. back in Geelong to get beat, whatever you'd like, there's plenty going on. Well, we we went all right last week, actually. Surprised? Did you? Three really? Four. <laughs> On the multi, okay. so all right. look, it's it's actually not. Should bad. write them down, make the pad out. Three out of four, nah, the one out of four we usually get. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I reckon the Toby Greenless Giants won't be any good this week, unfortunately. And I see Geelong getting that pretty easy. So Geelong in the multi for a nice easy win, and we're going to back uh, overs as well in that game at one hundred and fifty three point five. And then in the Brisbane and Doggies game, we've got. Goal scorer markets. Joey Dano heard inky goal last week and cost me in my personal multi. So him for two this week at dollar sixty two is a bit of value. And then also in terms of some disposal markets, we've got humor cluggage in there for twenty. So four legs brings us to a nice safe one this week for you, Josh. Uh, five dollars fifty three. Well, oh, Joey and Al might blow this out of the water. Yeah. They might have an eight dollar roughie out there that takes it to forty bucks for you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good on the nags, but um, I, I would pick, uh, like you've done, Benny, I reckon uh, Brisbane by 25-plus. Chuck that in there. There you go. Is that going to get us to, Benny? Is that going to get us above the $8 mark? 
Uh, let's give me one sec. <laughs> uh, that'll bring us to, yeah, about $12.42. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you That's are. good money. There you money value. House on it or just a cheeky pineapple? Uh, we lost a house last week from um, <laughs> the horse not getting up. So it's funny. Do you boys want to donate your house? I'm sure we'll, uh, <laughs> nah. we'll lose another one. Good uh, work. Brilliant. Thanks, gents, for having us. Uh, really appreciate you taking some time out of your out of your lives to take half an hour to update the whole community. So thanks a lot. Thank thanks you, boys. Yeah, really thanks, good. Josh. Thanks, Ben. Look, really thanks, appreciate guys. it, and I think it's a great initiative by you guys to yeah. do this. Uh, it keeps uh, the community engaged, which is really fantastic. So thanks for having us. Well, well done, boys. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, guys. See you.